How to simplify your business in a complex, changing world. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram, entrepreneur and award-winning product creator. I chose to build a business and have a time for a personal life, and I want to help you do the same. Welcome to Optimize. So the speed of the world and the speed of business is increasing. Sometimes it feels like it's almost overwhelming because the intensity and the rate of change is so fast. And so as business owners, as entrepreneurs, it's very easy to get overloaded with ideas, with content, with new tech, trying to stay on top of everything, trying to understand what we need to use, how to incorporate it in our business, and you know what the various things are that we should be doing on a daily basis. And it can be very, very difficult to know uh, what strategies, what tactics to use, what technologies to invest in, what things to, and what things to ignore, right? I mean, what trends are important for us to focus on? What things should we ignore? If you read articles online in business magazines or you know, TechCrunch or whatever else, you will see one article after another about how important it is to you know, invest in X or how you know, uh, valuable Y is going to be or how Z is gonna take over the world. And so as a business owner, it, it's a little disconcerting because we're, we're doing what we're doing. We're trying to build our business, but we also sort of have this one sort of eye looking over our shoulder to say, well, geez, am I gonna miss something that's gonna come and then hit me over the head? And I'm going to wake up tomorrow and my business is going to be, you know, irrelevant. It's not going to be viable anymore. I mean, it can be very, very difficult to know what things to do, what things to focus on. You know, because here's the thing, even if what you're doing in your business right now, even if right now you're feeling great, right? Everything is going perfectly. You feel very good about things and you're excited about the future and all that. There's no guarantee that anything isn't going to change to affect that. And in fact, quite the opposite. There is a guarantee that things are going to keep changing. If we think about this through the lens of just a couple of industries that in years past were always rock solid and totally stable, one industry that people loved to go into was commercial real estate. Commercial real estate was an absolute home run. If you could get in with a decent company, you can make tons of money. It's commercial real estate, so you're not dealing with like throwing tenants out of your, you know, apartment building or anything like that. It was all like high budget, high income, high margin type stuff. And uh, corporate real estate was fantastic. Then COVID strikes. And COVID strikes and every business, every office building empties out. Everything shuts down. Everything grinds to a halt. Almost overnight, we go from a situation where there's a premium on corporate real estate and everybody wants it to nobody can even use it anymore. And things have normalized since. We've gotten back to a point where we're, we're past the real COVID stage days. But the fact of the matter is there's still debate about whether or not working remotely is a good idea, bad idea, some companies are now being founded with the principle of remote work. So they have no corporate office, just by definition. 
So if you're somebody with a lot of corporate real estate holdings, you were sitting pretty for a while. Now you might be sweating it because you might not be able to rent out all your property. So that's a perfect example where literally overnight things changed. Now take a look at the development industry. Software development was one of the biggest growing, like fastest growing, awesome industries to go into. And in fact, I would have recommended anybody. If you're interested in software development, that's the field to go into. All of these colleges started adding new programs for literally just video game development. The video games themselves were taking on budgets like production Hollywood movies. That's how big everything is getting. And that hasn't shrunk. But as AI has started to enter into things now, it's all an upheaval. Nobody knows what development skills will really be valuable, what skills will become automated through AI. So all of these things are disruptive technologies and disruptive things that happen that are nearly impossible, if not impossible to predict. And as a business owner, that can be very terrifying. It puts us in a situation where it's hard to know sometimes what to focus on in our business in order to make sure that we're successful today, but we're also going to be around for the long haul. And the the key here is, and you know, the well, the question comes down to like, in the in the face of all of that, how do we survive? And more importantly, how do we thrive? If we have a business, what do we do to make sure that we survive? And more importantly, what do we do to make sure that we thrive and that we can grow? even despite all of these other challenges. And I think that the answer is to remember what business is in its simplest form, to actually simplify instead of making things more complex. Because in its simplest, simplest form, in its purest form, right, business is providing value to your customer and getting paid for it. It's that simple. That's all it is. If you really boil down business and you strip away all the tactics, you strip away all the strategies, you strip away all the methods, all the technologies, and you just keep it simple. And, you know, if, if we're back in the Neolithic days, right? Um, you know, I have a piece of meat that I hunted and killed and you're hungry and you've got, uh, you know, an ax that you made that I need to use for my thing. So I exchange that for that, right? I provide you value and you give me something in return for it. Nowadays, things are a lot more evolved than that. And obviously we deal with money and things like that. But at the end of the day, it still is that simple. And it's really important to always remember that and always focus on that. It's about providing value to your customer and getting paid for it. So what problem do you solve for your customers and your market? What pain do you ease? Do they have some kind of pain that you can ease? What pleasure do you create? And ultimately, what need do you fill, right? Those are the questions. Those are the things to make sure that you always have front and center for you. And if you have a staff, your entire staff has to always remember that at the end of the day, that is what drives business because that's what people will pay for. They don't pay for marketing gimmicks. I mean, that stuff works. They don't pay for technology. They don't pay for methods. They pay 
for the problems that you're going to solve for them, for the pain that you're going to ease for them, for the pleasure that you're going to create for them, for the needs that you're going to fill for them. That's what they're paying you for. And so if you do that first and you focus on that first and you get super clear on what that is and make sure that you and everyone that works in your company, whether they're outsourcers, whether they're staff or employees or partners or whatever, understands what fundamental service you provide, what value you provide, then you can start to look at strategies, tactics, and methods. And that stuff can be used to accelerate it. That stuff can be used to, you know, make things go faster, make things more automated, make things go easier, right? All of those kinds of things. But at the end of the day, you know, if, if you have a great product, if you fill a great need and you do it, especially if you do it better than anybody else, people will find you. Bad strategies, bad tactics, bad methods will still be successful with a great product that solves a problem and fills a need, right? Or a great service. But the best strategies in the world, the best technology in the world, the best tactics in the world, the best methods in the world are not going to save you if people don't care about your product. If it doesn't do anything for them, they aren't going to pay you for it, no matter how clever or slick or tricky you are. Or they're going to pay you for it, and then they're going to demand their money back because they're going to realize that they paid for something that doesn't help them. And so all of those things can be layered on top of that. But when you think of it through that lens, it actually gets really simple. It actually gets really clear. Because all this new stuff, all this new noise that's out there are just ways to accelerate and add on to what your core thing is doing. So in that way, it isn't about a race to do it first. It isn't about a, a you know, if you don't get in today on this strategy or this technology, you're going to be left behind. You aren't because you're, because you're filling a need. And so then you can look for ways to leverage all of those other things, but it's far less disconcerting. It's far less disturbing or anxiety inducing to the system because those aren't essential to your survival. The ability to provide value for your customer is what's essential to your survival. You know, there's a product um, back several years back. Um, I went through a pretty tough time in my business. I was, you know, built, built a decent business and things were going well. Digital marketing, I was making software and things were changing in the market. And I was looking around and I was trying to figure out what I could do because I wasn't making enough sales and I couldn't get enough, you know, uh, build a big enough list or make enough sales or generate enough commissions. And so I was trying to figure out like what thing I could do, like what process or strategy or tactic I could use in order to, in order to really accelerate and make that stuff go. And, um, you know, I, I just couldn't figure out no matter what I tried, I never got really very far with any of it. And, you know, one of the things that I noticed was I did see a need in the market. And there was a particular product that I saw somebody else do. And I said, wow, that's really good. If I did that and I added a couple things to it, it was a video product that allowed you to host a video, but promote affiliate products using it with a slider underneath it. And it was actually really at the time, really groundbreaking. And I said, you know, that fills a number of needs in the market where they are right now. A lot of people would want this product. 
So I started getting some estimates about what it would cost to develop this. And I was a little bit nervous because the estimates about what the developers wanted were higher than what I was comfortable spending. It was more than I had spent on any other product that I ever made. I was already in a tough financial position because I wasn't making a lot. So I felt as though it was a big risk. But what I decided to do is I said, you know what, I do need to just focus. I need to simplify, shut out all the noise and ask myself, is this thing gonna fill a need that people are gonna be willing to pay for? And if it is, I need to just go all in on it. I need to just do it and do it right and not do it in a way where I ruin my own success because I shortcut something that would have been real value and make it into something that isn't. And so I took the plunge. You know, I spent the money, I invested the money, invested the time. It took me longer than it would normally take me to get all the product done. So I was sacrificing the ability to launch and sell something else, make money. I was spending more on it. So I was very nervous, but I did it the right way. And I made sure that it had the features that it needed. I mean, it's funny now by today's standards, but at the time it was a really good product and I felt really good about it. And you know, the funny thing is when I went out to recruit affiliates to promote it and do my normal launch process, I wasn't really sure what to expect. And it turned out to be my most successful product in over two years because at, what happened was it wasn't that I hit the trend right. It wasn't that I used the right you know, technology or the right tactic. I didn't change much of else what I was doing. What I did was I developed a product that filled the need that customers wanted, that customers needed. And that was the key to the success in doing that is that I understood that if I had something that people wanted, they would pay money for it. You know, one of the fam most famous copywriters of all time once said, you know, um, the greatest sales page or sales offer in the world won't save a crappy product. You know, and that's really true. But mediocre copy can still sell really well if the product is great. He was a copywriter by trade. So the last thing he wants to tell people is, I can't help you with your product if it isn't good. But he, even he was honest about it and said, if you have a good product, you can write mediocre copy, you'll be successful. If you have a, a bad product, the best copy in the world is not gonna make it work. And so really, the takeaway with all of this is that you need to focus on delivering value to your market and your customers. That needs to be the number one thing that is tattooed on your forehead, written across every mirror, on every bulletin board, and every banner you have in your office, or in your life, or on your digital devices, or whatever. And that needs to be the rallying cry that everybody that works with you and for you has as well. Fill a need, solve a problem, ease pain, create pleasure. Do those things for your customers, and you will find it's not hard to, to, to generate things that create profit and generate sales. When there's demand for your product or service, all the marketing strategies, tactics, and methods are far more effective by themselves automatically. So that is the number one thing that you can do if you wanna simplify your business in a complex and changing world. Be sure to subscribe so you get every episode and share it with a friend. And until next time, remember, no matter what you want from your business and your life, don't compromise, optimize.